0: Locked on Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke.
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. Joining me today is a special guest, Ryan Lopes of the Breakout Finder. You can follow him on Twitter at StillRyan5. Uh, Ryan is one of my favorite, all-time favorite Dynasty follows on Twitter. Uh, and uh, it's a pleasure to be joined by him today. Ryan, how are you doing today, sir? Marcus, I'm doing great, man. I
2: appreciate you reaching out. I'm glad we can get this all strung together. Uh, kind of last minute, but but fun nonetheless. And
1: I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah, we've got we've got some news to talk about, Ryan. First and foremost, the Eagles have finally done it. They have traded Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts uh, for what pick number 85 in this year's draft, and then a second round pick next year that could potentially turn into a first round pick. Uh, before we get a, even get into the dynasty ramifications. What were your thoughts on this trade for the Eagles and for the Colts?
2: Sure. Yeah, I uh, fittingly, I, I record a pod weekly with my guy Ray Garvin, breakout finder pod. And, and Ray brought up, you know, a, a Carson Wentz proposed trade that he was hearing about to, to, to Denver at the time. Obviously, we know he's now an Indianapolis Colt. And for me, Wentz is kind of a player. My my analysis when, when Ray was floating that to me, and now you you asking me th- this kind of scenario given mm. given the news going official, nothing's really changed for me, Marcus. It's like the needle doesn't move a ton. I think Wentz uh certainly you know is dealing with with a lot last season, the, you know, the the team surrounding him wasn't wasn't what what it needed to be. I get all that. We can we can we can talk and break all that down if we want. But the reality is, I think Wentz is kind of just uh you know a middle of the road quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. it's he's not you know he's that's not that's not to say that he can't get it done. We we've seen him take his team uh to a certain point, and I think he's he's definitely got you know whether it's the arm talent. There there are certain parts of his game he checks some boxes for us, man. But but all in all, I just think he kind of is what he is. He's kind of just a the guy he's in that he's in that that middle ground maybe that quarterback purgatory type tier you know you kind of every season you're asking yourself the question is he gonna get it done are we gonna kind of drag our feet and get in, and kind of limp in uh so not not a player to sum it up not a player that really moves the needle for me a ton.
1: Mm. I do think if he could be like Again, not from a dynasty perspective, but sure. like from an NFL perspective, like sure. quarterback 14, which is certainly, certainly in his you know, range of outcomes. Mm-hmm. I think the Colts would take that. And they'd be fine giving up a third round pick and you know a future first rounder if it comes to that because That team is so good around the quarterback that all they need is competent quarterback play to, to compete in the AFC. And I I think that's what they're hoping for. So let's, let's talk about this from a dynasty perspective. Carson Wentz now with the Colts uh, you, you figure he's going to be the the starter there for the next Mm -hmm. couple of years. How do we value him in regular leagues? And what about in super flex leagues?
2: Yeah, probably again. wherever wherever he fell for 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 you as a as a dynasty owner in regular one quarterback leads, I imagine he's just again in that and stuck in that that middle tier. I'm not sure there's a ton here to again move the needle. I personally am very very high on Paris Campbell's prospects, for example. Um, but we we need to see Campbell healthy. Um, so I'm not sure that that Campbell, you know, and maybe the wide receivers in general, they're outside of a Michael Pittman, are, are really gonna you know. Move Move the needle a ton for us. There, we know he's got Jonathan Taylor. We know he's got that offensive line. Um, You know, so for me, I, I, I mean, if, if anything, maybe maybe slot him up one more wherever you had him, given the given the presence of that monstrous Colts offensive line and, and and the presence of Jonathan Taylor, who can take a lot off of Wentz and allow me to operate. Um, under a less stressful situation, distribute the ball. Um, but again, someone for me, Marcus. Who I, I'm not. I'm not really being head over heels, moving them up and down all over the place. If anything, I kind of see this as a slight, slight upgrade. Um, but again, end of the day, not someone that I'm looking to go out and, and hastily yeah. acquire or anything. Yeah, like that, we're right?
1: we're not saying to go out and buy exactly. Carson Wentz. Exactly. This is if you have them, you're probably holding. Exactly. If you if you do have it, maybe you sell if you can get a decent offer. But again, somebody that's probably not going to. to have a ton of fantasy value. You mentioned the running game, right? Yeah. It, they're going to run the ball like crazy next year. Jonathan Taylor is going to be absolutely fed. Um, but as for the receivers, or in including the tight ends. Is there anybody that does get a slight bump and please tell me it's Mo Cox. It's, it's, it's,
2: it's probably Cox looking around, you know, Hilton,
1: you know, an older and older player
2: at this point, Paris Campbell, like I said, a personal favorite of mine, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on him because I know my, my bias is going to leak through there, (laughs) but someone that the breakout finder loves someone that I love coming out of school. Um, But again, we need to see a healthy season from Paris Campbell. If you, you know, pushed a lot of eggs in the Michael Pittman basket, your hope, hoping that, that he becomes a bigger factor here. So I can see maybe Pittman becoming, I don't want to say a go-to option, but I can certainly see Pittman taking, taking a bit of a jump, you know, being another younger player in, in, in his own right. we are looking looking to kind of factor in more into this offense. So outside of, outside of the tight end spot where, you know, you know, Wentz might, might rely more heavily on, you know, we've seen that connection with Zach Ertz in the past, right. Trying to, trying to draw that parallel again. Um, maybe, maybe Michael Pittman, I can, I can get a little excited about Mosier. <sighs>
1: I hope so. I mean, I love Michael Pittman coming out of USC. I, I do have some concerns about his fit with Carson Wentz, because uh, Carson Wentz has not been the most accurate deep ball thrower sure. you yep. know, his time in the NFL, but uh, I saw an interesting stat from Ben Solak uh, today that mm-hmm. uh, Carson Wentz is one of the worst uh, quarterbacks in the league when it comes to throwing underneath and drag routes. I think he's yeah. only thrown 13 over the last two years, so that's probably the nail in the coffin for for Campbell in that regard as well. All,
2: the, all that underneath <laughs> (laughs) stuff you want you want the ball in hands of guys like campbell that can create and yes make so much out of out of like a two-yard play turn into 25 you know and uh so unfortunately probably a nail in the coffin for 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 campbell if he's healthy unfortunately but do you
1: know who's younger between campbell and michael pittman
2: (sighs) pittman's 23 i know that uh is, is 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 campbell somehow is is campbell a 22 year old let's see here
1: Campbell Campbell is 23. He turns 24 20, so, okay. in July. Pittman okay. turns 24 in October. So okay. he's slightly, slightly older, okay. uh, but, but not by a lot. So I, I think these are two guys that should be valued similarly, similarly in a uh, dynasty. So, yeah. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles and what they do at quarterback.
0: The 2020 NFL season might be a wrap, but there's still plenty of betting to be done. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. There you can bet on all kinds of sports, including football, basketball, baseball, golf, hockey, MMA, soccer, tennis. The options are limitless. Whether you're looking to bet live game lines, player prop bets, or team futures, BetOnline.ag has it all. Don't waste another minute and go check out betonline.ag and do not forget to use our promo code Locked On, so you can get your fifty percent welcome bonus, and you can roll in the cash alongside with us. Again, that's betonline.ag promo code Locked On.
1: All right, we're back here with Ryan Lopes from the Breakout Finder. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts. As of right now, Ryan, it appears that Jalen Hurts is going to be the starting quarterback yeah. of the Philadelphia Eagles. That could certainly change by the time we get to the draft, but. Let's go ahead with the assumption and we're going to we'll talk about this in a second but the assumption that Jalen Hurts is the quarterback for the Eagles this year just how should we value him in dynasty
2: yeah. And, and none of us, none of us know what the Eagles are going to do besides some select members of the Eagles front office. So under, under the assumption, like you said, that that hurts is QB one entering the season and they are going to, you know, go full steam ahead with him. Um, and I don't have to sit here and talk to you of all people, Mosher about player profile. <laughs> you probably have these, these, these player cards memorized, but Jalen hurts player 94th percentile college TBR 98th percentile college yards per attempt and a hundredth percentile breakout at six, one, two He is the Konami code, you mm-hmm. know, post Child, you know what I mean. He has that BMI. He has that build. All the intangibles. He he checks all those boxes. He looks like he could be a franchise type quarterback. But there are questions. There are questions about Hertz. Um, and and there are questions still that I have that we all, I'm sure, have about this Eagles offense as a whole. You know, again, they weren't helping Wentz out a ton when he was under center. Obviously, banged up, dealing with some injuries. We hope that kind of course corrects as well. Mm But um, I, I, I that that coaching staff for me. I mean. I mean, just that overall environment there are tons of questions and I imagine there's a lot working against a younger player Jalen Hurts not yet 23 years old um, you know it's, it's not the most quarterback you know young quarterback friendly environment right now so for Hurts again for me if you have them like me I kind of overextended myself for, for Jalen Hurts last year yeah, same. if you have them <laughs> you're probably holding on to him, much like Carson Wentz it's kind of a big wait and see moment or if you got some people that are fellow like you and I here Mo's fellow Jalen Hurts fans maybe Mm -hmm. People are, are super excited about him and you can move them for a little bit of a profit at this point, you know? So I would be, I'd be looking out for that, but more than likely you're probably just sitting and waiting and seeing kind of how this thing plays out.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, in the three games that he started and finished last year, uh, 1,085 total yards, six touchdowns, did have the two interceptions, uh, averaged 7.5 yards per attempt. So, he was pretty good as a rookie. Now, the completion percentage was far below what you'd like to see, only 55%, uh, you know, over the season. Um, But how likely do you feel like it is, Ryan, that he's a starting quarterback, not just in 2021, but beyond that, because to me, it feels like the Eagles, you know, they're excited about hurts, but that's certainly not going to prevent them from trying to draft a quarterback high in this year's class.
2: Yeah, if if I were to take if if someone said you had to put your money down right now, I would I would probably I would probably lean towards them either drafting or acquiring or making another move yeah. for for another quarterback again. As much as I like Jalen Hurts, I just I just don't know that he is necessarily in their long term plans. I'm not sure they really thought that he'd be starting games last year either. You know, if 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 the wheels didn't completely fall off the Wentz the Wentz wagon there. So yeah, I, I just if if I were to guess right now, it's just um it. I, as much as, as much as I want him to be that guy and I want him to to, to command the offense, I'm just – I'm not sure it's really in the cards
1: for him long term, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it feels like Justin Fields is going to end up in Philadelphia. That's just yeah. kind of my gut call as yeah. we sit here on February yeah. 18th. It just feels like that's, that's the guy that's going to end up in Philadelphia. But let's talk about Jalen Hurts' dynasty value, as yeah. is right now. Uh, I saw a couple different sites before we came on, had him as high as 14 in their dynasty rankings, and that feels – pretty aggressive uh for me so let's let's play some would you rather jalen hurts or jared goff i wow uh, that's, that's a good one up the bat i lean hurts I okay lean hurts. yeah just you, you we already know what goff is and it's Pretty likely that he's not the long term guy in Detroit, uh, you know, either. So, take Hurts. Uh, how about Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts? That's an interesting one.
2: It, another interesting <laughs> one again. I I am going to lean Hurts, just given the not to say that Wentz is an athletic and able to do stuff in his own right, but I just think Hurts kind of embodies that a bit okay. more and, and kind of offers that size, build, and just overall profile that I kind of lean towards. I'm going to lean Hurts there as well. All
1: right, two more.
2: Uh, what about Tua? Tua. Now we're now we're getting a bit spicier. Gosh. And, and that's another player kind of in, I would say, almost in that Hurts bucket where I think the Dolphins might want to go forward with him. But at the same time, we saw some kind of musical chairs last year. Maybe they're trying to save face. I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're exactly sold on him either. I would need to see, or, or I wish I felt a little more commitment on the Miami <laughs> side as well. You know what I mean? So I think, <laughs> I think right now I'm I'm gonna lean hurts there as well, but it's it's super, it's super super
1: close. Uh, and the last one, just because it's fun, Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah i am uh, I'm, I'm probably uh, i don't know if i'm in the minority
2: i don't know where i stand on it but i am not a i'm not a hill guy at at all really is,
1: is anybody besides sean Payton? Yeah,
2: that's a good question it's a good question yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take hurts there and the gap is is much wider than some of these other players that we talked. okay
1: about. Uh, well, let me ask you this who is more likely to be the day one starter for for their respective team galen <laughs> Hurts to taysom hill because i kind of think it's taysom hill
2: it, uh, yeah again we we talked about the uncertainty in philadelphia i i'm gonna i am going to I'm gonna keep riding with hurts. I'm gonna say in my heart of hearts, I, I hope it's hurts. Uh, but gosh, man, would it would it be something if Hill? Is is champagne's champagne's uh, gonna try to
1: prove prove his point, right? I don't know. Yeah, now that he's got a full off season to, yeah. to get Taysom Hill yeah. ready, he's got some starts under his belt. Uh, it just feels like we're gonna be getting that that stupid Taysom Hill season. Coming. <laughs> uh, a couple of other guys, just really quickly Please, yeah. on the yeah uh, on the Eagles, I want to talk about. Um, Obviously, again, Carson Wentz gone to the Colts. Likely, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback this year. Uh, Jalen Rager does yeah. does this save my guy Jalen Rager at all? <laughs> I mean, he was somewhat productive with yeah. with Hurts last year. Uh, are we help hoping for a bounce back season from from Rager this year.
2: Yeah, Rager's another guy that I've talked about recently. Where if you have league mates, you know, fellow fellow dynasty uh, commissioners here that are looking to kind of offload Rager after a you know a a bit of an underwhelming rookie campaign, mm-hmm. he's a player that I am, you know, much like the Brian Edwards of the world, right? I I want I want to gobble up these second language. Players that, <laughs> oh yeah, I want I want to gobble him up, man. So if if Rager's out there, and anyone wants to you know kind of cut bait and run early. I love Jalen Rager. And he just, again, the, we talk about these player types and, and kind of these players that that we gravitate towards, Ninety-six percentile breakout age, 93rd percentile college target share. We know he's athletic. Player profile comps into a Christian Kirk. Um, he just, he's that type of player, just like, you know, we talk about Paris Campbell. You want to get the ball in in Rieger's hands. I can see Rieger kind of developing, whether it's Hurts or someone else, but if Hurts is under center, developing that that kind of security mm-hmm. blanket type rapport where he's just a quick dump off, dump off quick option uh, to get get a, a younger up-and-coming quarterback a little more acclimated a little more comfortable so yeah Rieger for me man is someone that I, I just think he's too good to kind of bust or certainly bust this early on so I am I am all on board with 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 grabbing grabbing him going forward for sure yeah so
1: am I, I only 22 years old just a freak athlete you know he had a huge breakout age a, a really high dominator at TCU mm-hmm. yeah last year was just a terrible situation for him yeah, he got up. banged up early yeah. in the year he when he really started to play you know it, in week eight and week nine there was so many different quarterback problems going on there we did see him make some plays it's not like he was completely unproductive right he mm-hmm. did have 400 receiving yards this year uh, I would like to see him be used a little bit more in the run game because he can do that as well but I, I think we're going to see a, a big year for Jalen Rieger. Uh last one Dallas Goddard. I I saw a lot of people over the last couple of weeks slide Goddard up into the top five of their tight end ranks. Uh, I think a lot of people are projecting that Zach Ertz is going to be dealt via trade. How do you feel about Zach, or excuse me, how do you feel about Dallas Godert, uh going into the season with Jalen Hurts as his quarterback?
2: Yeah, he he's a player coming out of South Dakota state that I wasn't particularly high on, which, which looked to be a bit of a, a bit of a miss on my part, certainly given, given the flashes that we saw, and he looked like at times, even when Ertz was there, I know Ertz has been hobbled a bit himself, but he looked like the more, the, the better, the higher upside option in that Eagles offense when, when lining up, you know, with, with Ertz or comparing them kind of side by side in that mm-hmm. sense, six, five, two, 56 uh 26 years old now um he is someone that again just given the uncertainty we have at quarterback whether it's hurts or another you know to be named kind of starter in that sense it's really tough for me to kind of to kind of shuffle them way up the board in that sense, uh given especially we got guys and I know this isn't a Kyle Pitt show, but at some point Moja, we're, we're gonna talk about Pitts. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, but but we we have some very interesting younger tight ends in this 2021 draft class. Some other younger guys that are kind of in that you know, that Godert tier or, or, or thereabouts that are probably in a in a in a more certain situation. Um, I think of guys like Noah Fan who again we're not we're not high on Drew Locke, but um I, I like I like Fant from just a pure athleticism standpoint in that sense as well. So So you can make arguments for guys that are probably around Godert's level, Um, you know, better situations, better athletes, whatever you want, whatever you want to, you want to drum up. But yeah, Godard's someone for me. I'm just kind of waiting and seeing as well. I'm not, I'm not getting too aggressive. I'm not moving them way up boards. I'm not looking to go Mm -hmm. out on my way to to, to grab them. Um, uh, uh, Unlike, you know, Jalen Rager, who I'm, I'm very interested in acquiring a lot of.
1: Yeah, Goddard's probably one of the ones that I'm just staying away from. Uh, He was productive last year whenever he started. Uh, He averaged about 54 receiving yards per game uh, in each one of his starts. I don't know. I I could be wrong, but I don't see this Eagles offense being a high-volume passing attack going forward with Nick Sirianni. I think – I think he's going to want to, to keep this to be a balanced ball control style of offense, especially if Hertz is the quarterback, where he's probably throwing 22, 25 times a game, and that just doesn't lead to a ton of fantasy production from the tight end. So I think that's a little aggressive. I would much, much rather have Kyle Pitts, and frankly, <laughs> Ryan, you could make a case right now that Kyle Pitts should be a top four dynasty yes, tight end. Now, yes, this is all number- day. All day uh, different show. We're gonna have to save this different for a different show. time. Different we'll have to have show. you back yes, yes. on. Yes, please. but <laughs> I, I think it's crazy if he's outside anybody's top five tight ends right now, that's I'm just you. absolutely insane I'm with you. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we're going to talk about LSU's Terrace Marshall as part of our dynasty
0: preview. Are you ready to try the best tasting protein bar ever? Look no further than built bar. Built Bars are soft, easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate, and they are great for the health-conscious guy or gal. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat with a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber option with Built Bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors, and six delicious new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, my favorite, cherry barcia, lemon-almond cheesecake... Carrot cake, apple almond crisp. They've got a flavor for whatever you might be craving. Right now, Built Bar is offering our listeners 20% off of your next order using promo code LOCKEDON. Go check out builtbar.com, promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your next order. Start off this new year right, and let's go ahead and get fit together. And what better way to do so than indulging in a delicious and healthy treat? Builtbar.com, promo code locked on.
1: All right, Ryan, I am really glad you're on the show today because I cannot figure out Terrace Marshall, the <laughs> LSU wide receiver, at all. Uh, I watched him a couple different times, you know, just casually throughout the season. I put on the tape probably two weeks ago, and there's a lot to like, but for some reason, I just come back underwhelmed. Um, mm-hmm. Sell me on uh, Terrace Marshall and what you think about his dynasty value going forward.
2: Yeah. And I, you know, I find myself talking a lot, a lot of Debbie football. I, I, I used to follow them a lot more closely, but I, you know, a lot of these players, even from the high school days, you know, 24 seven sports for those that, mm-hmm. you know, are really invested in in these stars and these, in these recruiting profiles, you know, Terrace Marshall, five-star recruit, the wide receiver three for the 2018 class. Um, someone that has, has always had the talent driving him into into Louisiana state. That is really, has really never been the question. He got dropped into Louisiana state offense that had a Jamar chase who many of us i think have far and away as the wide receiver one who had who produced a justin jefferson in that offense that 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 famed 2019 you know um Terrace marshall's sophomore season mm-hmm. he managed 13 scores uh didn't didn't crest over a thousand receiving yards but again just that that monster monster offense produced with with nfl talent nfl ready talent around and what the breakout finder does is they you know, contextualize the teammates, the teammate score, uh, you know, balancing out the production, putting in context, you know, when you have proper NFL talent, you know spaced out wide and and working with you and essentially siphoning away that work. You know, that that context should matter, how you produce with with fellow stars around you. Mm-hmm. So Terrace Marshall has been uh in 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 most regards a standout even amongst legit NFL ready talent. So that that for me should kind of be a flag right there. A, a good flag in the sense that this guy is getting it done and still getting a piece of the pie with with NFL talent around him. So that that stuff does matter. He looks the part to me as well, Mosher, 6'3, 200 pounds or so. So has that has that build that I kind of lead towards. I know we talked about a little bit earlier about you know the the Rieger type profile. Sometimes some people like those small kind of slot type receivers, but Marshall just looks like an Allen Robinson ready esque you know mm. type type of build. You know, so someone that could just show up on Sundays right now and start playing and get it done. Um, player profile again has him as, as a ninety second percentile college dominator uh, and an eighty six percentile nineteen point two age uh, breakout age there too. So again, checking some of these boxes um and he's someone for me that i think i've certainly had him inside my top 10 all along and the more i watch him, i'm kind of the opposite um in the sense that the more i watch him i find myself bumping him up ever so slightly above some of these other players that i think the class as a total is really good but i think marshall deserves a case just given how he got it done at such a young age with those around him um to me that you know that that sort of stuff should stand down that that should be a bigger part of of his story entering uh the next level now all we have to do is wait for just his testing you know justin jefferson opened a lot of eyes last year running as well as he did jumping as well as he did i'm not sure that marshall is that type of athlete but i think he's going to open some eyes uh himself and 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 kind of put himself into that gosh maybe top wide receiver five wide receiver six type conversation so i i personally am really really high i'd love to hear what what you're kind of concerned about as well because maybe maybe there's something that i'm just glossing over
1: you know it's just paying enough mind to Where is his best fit in the NFL? Because as he did produce as an outside receiver in 2019, I think he was better as a slot, right? One of these Mm -hmm. oversized slot guys. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm my fear is that he's going to be put on the outside and he just doesn't create a ton of separation, which isn't the biggest deal. We've Mm -hmm. got a lot of receivers in the NFL that don't create a ton of separation and still are monster fantasy producers. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he can be a little bit stiff at times. And I want him to be a little bit more physical uh, because of just the size, but the catch radius is huge. He can make plays after the catch. Uh, I've heard actually Ryan, like four, four, five, Four, four, six, forty-yard dash. I like, those, dash, numbers. I like which, those numbers. Again, that would be absolutely incredible. But I think when I'm looking at him, I'm just—I I think he should be like a first-round pick. and He doesn't always live up to that. To that, right? If you watch mm-hmm. the 2020 film, there was a lot of drops uh, there. The, he wasn't always great in contested catches in mm-hmm. 2019. He did improve a little bit on it 2020. I just find myself like. In that range of guys, so like outside mm-hmm. of the top three or four guys, when we start to get to this next tier of receivers, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I like Elijah Moore better. They sure. just, okay. he's, I think he's a more dynamic slot receiver. Now, I can, well, we could talk about Rondale Moore. I've got some differing thoughts on Rondale Moore as well. <laughs> uh, but I just, I wonder if Marshall's always just going to be a complimentary receiver rather than a number one on his own team. Would, would yeah. you agree with that?
2: So and I, I pulled up uh, as you were stating in your case. I pulled up Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson's page here as well because he he kind of he looks very similar to yes. to a Terrence Marshall, six one two zero two for Justin Jefferson. He again opened some eyes, four four three forty, which was eighty six percentile. Um, you know, and that that does matter. So I guess for me, uh, you know, and I think. It, Justin Jefferson for me was my wide receiver five when I, when I was all said and done, which at the time I felt really good about, but now obviously looking back on it, like, gosh, you should have, should have been your top one or two, you know, but um, hindsight's always 20, 20, but so with Jefferson, I, I I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to pace myself a little bit with Terrace Marshall because I think there's some sort of inherent, you know, the back of my head, I'm like, gosh, do not, do not whiff on another LSU receiver again. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you need, I think for me, I'm just like in the back of my head, I'm like, I need to be a little, I need to be a little out in front of Terrace Marshall, just sure. to make sure, sure that we don't have another Justin Jefferson type situation. But to your point, you know, guys like Moore um, in that next tier. I know I'm, I'm a bit of a I'm on Ross St. Brown kind of guy too. Mm. I know that I know there's some differing opinions on him, but but that that middle tier, um, and again the top 10 or 15 receivers in general like there's so much to like about this class again we are so fortunate to have another great deep talents in class so you can certainly make your case whether it's Marshall or the wide receiver five four five six whatever it is or another one of again these five five six other receivers so I certainly understand uh the hesitation given the depth and the, and the options to choose from here uh but I, I guess I'm just trying to be a little cautious Mojo, and hoping hoping I don't misfire again you know and uh, I, I think I think Marshall can translate just as well um or perhaps not just as well as jefferson because that that campaign was was ridiculous yeah. but i think i think he 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 can he's he's pro ready you know what i mean he's ready to jump in on sundays and get it done and i think we're just waiting on the test results and if he if he shines man like you said four fours four four five whatever it's it's good money for me
1: the comp that and please tell me if i'm wrong but the comp that i kind of wrote down was could he be Devonte parker in the nfl I love it. Right. I love the, it, man. The six foot three, over 200 pounds, athletic, yeah. can make yeah. plays from the slot in the outside. Maybe not the, the a, a true number one receiver, but just a, a really valuable guy that you can move all over the formation. Um, yeah. And I but, haven't
2: really thought of a, a comp outside of Parker. I, I, I like that a lot. You know, co- The comps kind of come to me once in a while. And w- once they hit, you just know that they fit really well. But I think Parker, you know, I think you're spot on with that. But I imagine you might be rubbing some folks the wrong way, given just how long it took Parker to kind of Eventually rise to the to the type of player that we yeah. thought all along he could be. But again, if, if Marshall shows out that type of build, that type of player style, and and ends up splashing
1: early on, that's a that's a good player to have in your roster. You know, right? I think that's what it is. it's more for me the size play style comp for. I like it for Terrace like Marshall. It. So if you have you know a late first round pick in your dynasty drafts, I think you're going to do pretty well this year with absolutely uh, some of the running backs that are going to be there. Terrace Marshall could be a late first round pick. Uh, Elijah Moore. Dale Moore. Uh, it's a pretty fun class, but Ryan, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Tell the people where they can find you. Mosier. I appreciate it as always, man. I was stoked when you, uh, w- when you reached out
2: here, they can find me on Twitter at still Ryan five. We are doing lots of fun rookie related stuff uh, over at breakout finder at on Twitter at breakout underscore finder. You can find all my work there. All of my buddy, Nate Liss's work there. Uh, the whole team is growing. There's a lot of fun
1: content. Again, it is rookie season, boys and girls. Let's get after it. And you can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. The Locked On Dynasty account is at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow my co-host, Kate. She'll be back on Monday at FF Ball Blast. Uh, We will see you then with another rookie preview.